we uh, I tell you, it's a, just a wonderful uh, meeting each month where we get an opportunity to be guided by uh, our, our community's uh, business and political leaders. And uh, we move forward with what we can do to grow this parish and make sure that we've got some quality jobs and, uh, you know, great, great things happening in our community. So there you go. Aida met today, I'm guessing, because normally it's later in the month, isn't it? I'm guessing Thanksgiving, uh, maybe. Yeah, we uh, uh, well. AIDA, yep, the Iberia Economic Development yeah. Authority is our public arm. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, as a matter of fact, we met this morning uh, because we normally, that, that board normally meets on the fourth Friday. And there's a lot of holiday work in between. So they just decided to, uh, to reschedule, you know, reschedule it for this month. Speaking of holidays, um, I would be remiss if I didn't wish uh, all of our, well, first of all, let me start this way. I'm a, a former Marine, and so I want to say, uh, I want to say, simplify it to uh, all of my uh, Marine buddies and all of my Marine uh, uh, compatriots who who celebrate the the Marine Corps birthday today. Absolutely, and the Marines I know would tell you there's not a former Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Absolutely right. That is absolutely right, and uh, just you know, really uh, proud part of what I've done, and just pr- proud to be part of that community, and so. Uh, happy birthday to my brothers and sisters in the United States Marine Corps uh, and simplify again. Tomorrow is uh, the official Veterans Day, too. So I want to say thanks to all of our veterans out there uh, for all of their sacrifices, the things that they've done um, uh, to serve our country. You know, I, I think about that every time I go and vote about those veteran protected rights. And so thanks to our veterans um, and, and what, what you do and what you continue to do for our country. And happy Veterans Day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we normally do, uh, kind of go around uh, the table yeah. after your board meeting yesterday, and uh, if you want to jump yeah. into that right now. Yeah, sure, sure. So um, had an opportunity to uh, to talk a bit about the status of some of the big projects that have announced here in Iberia Parish. Uh, number one, I think right now being the, uh, the, the uh, groundbreaking recently with First Solar. The First Solar project is going to be a significant contribution to and a significant uh, investment in our community about 1.1 billion announced i think it'll be a bit more than that once it's set all said and done um 700 jobs uh, 700 to 1000 jobs created 2.3 million square feet of facility uh going to be constructed out at the airport we're we're working through we the all of the partners the uh, all of the various folks that are involved are working through all of the various complex pieces of putting that of making that project happen uh there are uh, you know, the land's been cleared, and so we're moving forward to uh, the construction, to uh, the construct, the anticipated start of construction, which would be, I think, it's going to happen in the you know the end of the first quarter of of 2024. So just know, folks, there's a lot of stuff going on in the background. Uh, we're building a supplier and vendor database so that we can start to reach out to Iberia Parish businesses to get them on a list, so that we can connect them with First Solar and other businesses, so we can make sure that Iberia Parish gets all you know gets all of the value of uh, these new businesses that uh, are being recruited. Uh, we've also got uh, uh, the Delta Biofuel Project is moving along. As a matter of fact, construction has begun, and um, I think they've been they've started to do some hiring now. I expect that hiring to ramp up after January 1st once we get into the new year. Uh, and so a lot of good things happening there. Progress points moving forward on, on schedule. The you know, uh, You've heard us talk about the biomedical manufacturing facility. UL Lafayette is in charge of that. And they're working through the very complex design and the process of putting together the right facility there as well. So a lot of great things to look forward to in the upcoming year. A lot of great interest in Iberia Parish. And I, I really want to uh, thank the community, uh, 
the parish president's office, all the mayors. Uh, we work in partnership uh, there, and it's just such a great partnership. The parish council as well. Um, we work in great partnership there and looking forward to uh, all of the value that that brings. But I can tell you that people are beginning to notice the teamwork here in Iberia Parish and how we all work together, and that's very important in what we do. Absolutely. Uh, so had an opportunity to kind of walk through some of those uh, some of those things uh, going on at Iberia Parish, and then we kind of go around the table with that. Um, I'll, I'll end with the economic indicator uh, discussion at the end of it, uh, but well, let me just go ahead and start with the board reports. Uh, Iberia Parish Councilman Paul Landry is on our board, and he mentioned that um, uh, they're going through their budget review process right now. Um, I think you'll see on the upcoming um, Parish Council agenda a lot of different uh, budget funds will be considered for adoption and things like that. So this is they're all about the budget right now and, and planning for next year. And so I know they've got a lot to go through. Sixty-five different business units, from what I understand, uh, come um, you know happen with the budget. And so there's a lot of work to be done. But they're charging through that as well. Um, he also mentioned that the uh, on Wednesday night they reintroduced the idea of a potential road tax call in the upcoming year. Um, right now the discussion is about three-quarter cents would be, you know, would go out to the voters for their consideration. I know that there will be a lot more information to come on on what that'll entail and how that'll go but you know it's just another way of 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 getting it on the radar for folks that uh improvement in infrastructure uh roads sewer water utilities uh drainage you name it uh so very fiber optic connectivity so important for economic development so uh we're happy to see that discussion uh begin again uh let's see uh they'll be looking i think in the upcoming year you'll see some uh some uh property taxes uh millages up for renewal as well and so there'll be some consideration given to voters and whatnot then as well and we'll see what the community chooses to do uh with those uh miss lenny uh from the chamber represents the chamber of commerce uh on our board this year and she announced of course uh i think tosh has been there for a couple of months now maybe mm. maybe a month and I would say mid to late October. Gotcha. So it's been it's been about a month. Uh, Ms. Tasha Dugas, the new director over at the Chamber of Com- at the Great Iberia Chamber of Commerce. Um, I've done it in a couple of other places, but I want to welcome Tasha again. So happy to have her as part of Team Iberia Parish. Looking forward to uh, working with her and the, the Chamber of Commerce Board. You know, the Economic Development Organization here in Iberia Parish, or IDF, of course, has a really good, close working relationship with the business community over at the Chamber of Commerce. What the Chamber does is so very important as part of the overall team here in, uh, in our parish. Um, they, they represent a lot of great uh, Iberia Parish businesses, and so we look forward to continuing that relationship and, and uh, looking forward to working with Tasha. Absolutely. Um, they, she, Ms. Lenny mentioned that um, there are seven new members on the, board of, uh, on the board of directors there. You know, they have you know, various terms, and certain board members roll off, certain new members come on, and so uh, I don't have those names here, but I want to welcome those seven new members to the Chamber of Commerce Board. The Chamber always does a great job of pick, picking passionate people, many of them. Uh, who have participated in their leadership programs and whatnot. And so uh, looking forward to working with those new members uh, as well. She also mentioned that uh, in the upcoming year, you'll see a n- numerous uh, business after hours uh, opportunities. These are, these are opportunities after work uh, to get together and network with area businesses at various uh, uh, businesses here in the community. And so I'd encourage you to reach out to the Iberia Chamber of Commerce and uh, and get a list of when their business after hours events are. It's a great opportunity in a relaxed setting to um, to network and to talk about how we can support each other business-wise here in our community. Um, she also mentioned that the Firestarter uh, Leadership Group will have their closing retreat in December. 
And I want to congratulate the area students who, uh, are, who are participating this year and who are graduating in the Firestarter program and also those past uh, Firestarter uh, alum classes that have graduated in the past. The Firestarter program at the Chamber is, you know, very interesting, very great, actually. It's a, it's a junior leadership uh, program that, um, that engages uh, juniors, uh, high school juniors in the second part of their junior year, and that goes into the first half of their senior year. So it's engaging the leaders of our community and of our, our young leaders uh, who, are, who are, you know, public, pri- public or private schools. They come together uh, and uh, really do a lot of good things, learn a lot of good things about our community. The Firestarter program is all about igniting passion in our younger, uh, in our younger students to, you know, take a, you know, take an interest in their community and set down roots here so that we can all grow together. And so again, my congratulations to, uh, to the Firestarter class of 2023 and uh, looking forward to working with you in the future. About, about how many students participate in that each year? I'm going around the table. If I recall, it's maybe it's two from each high school. Um, and so I think we're probably talking about 15 to 20, maybe, maybe 25. Um, but uh, a really good group of people. These are, I think they're chosen by guidance counselors and principals, uh, so they, they really you know have an opportunity to you know to, to bring those leaders to the to the fore and um, always enjoy the interaction with them. You know, uh, junior leaders have uh, different priorities and different passions, and so we want to make sure that we're molding the community, molding the economic development program to what those future leaders want to see too. And so always imp- always impressed with the classes and what they have to give and the interaction that they take, and really the interest and the passion. It's a lot of discussion about what's going on in the community and what we can do to make it better together and that's wonderful Very good. uh let's see so um we also moved to uh oh tammy uh tammy gordon who is with the uh, port of delcom she's also the chairperson for the Iber parish tourist commission she's doing a wonderful job there and uh we you know she gave her report as well um great events going on across iberia parish um you've seen you know we've seen a big increase in crowds of folks who are attending local events. Uh, people are staying in our hotels and motels. Uh, we've got many be- bread and be- breakfast opportunities here, and we're getting good reports there as well. Um, she reminded our board to uh, check out IberiaTravel.com uh, for all the latest events and attractions and really how to find great hotel deals uh, as well. The the good folks from uh, Candlewood Suites were guests of our board today. We're talking about the hotel motel scene here in Iberia Parish. And so we've got some great hotels and motels across uh, campgrounds, uh, across our parish. And we encourage folks to, you know, consider staying here and, you know, not only – not only come in for our events and activities for the day, but stay a couple of days and, you know, really get an opportunity to learn a little bit about our community and enjoy it. It's just a fun place to be. All right. Um, let's see. Um, Superintendent of Schools Heath Hewlett is on our board as well. Yesterday, the Iberia Parish Career Center, which is the, in my mind, the technical college, the technical campus of high school, uh, located uh, out at the Acadiana Regional Airport, uh, it's a very unique place, and uh, it's teaching it's uh, it's teaching kids, it's teaching students uh, skills, work skills, helping them to get certifications for the workforce, helping them really get a good start on their career. Uh, the Iberia Parish School System hosted an open house out there yesterday and invited businesses to come in and tour and get a feel for what for what they're teaching their students and a lot of cutting edge things. There's a lot of great equipment there. It's a great facility. As a matter of fact, I think that they're expanding that the new facilities out there to make it even more accessible to students. 
and more hands-on for students. You know, we want to teach them the skills of what business leaders need today. And so my hat's off to Iberia Parish School System, to Mr. Hewland, all the folks out there at uh, the Iberia Parish Career Center on what they're doing to help train our students and get them ready for the workforce. No doubt. Um, he also mentioned, gave us an update on the plans for the new middle, middle school. Um, there'll be a new, they're going to be converting Sugarland elementary into a middle school. Uh, the plans for that are being finalized, uh, and the bids for the new gymnasium that'll be built out, uh, that'll be built out, uh, are being bid out now. And, uh, a new name for the school has not been decided yet and will be decided by the school board. Uh, I'm not sure what the name of the school will be at this point. And, you know, he made it, he made it clear that that's going to be a school board decision coming soon. Gotcha. Yeah. Obviously, uh, it's known as Anderson middle school now because, on Anderson Street. Right, right, right. Well, we'll see, and that'll be a a future decision for the school board, and uh, we all look forward to that. You know, Iberia Parish has got great schools. Um, Even more so, Iberia Parish citizens have always been willing to invest in their school system, and it's really paying dividends. We've got some great scores. We've got, you know, our students are learning some great things, and it's, you know, it's really starting to, uh, folks that are interested in moving to this area and locating their business in this area are beginning to take note. So my hat's off to the school system as well. Real good. Uh, Mr. Mosanji, the uh, director at the Acadian Regional Airport, is on our board as well. He mentioned that they're in the middle of the, the they're finalizing the first solar lease uh, lease negotiations. They're f- finalizing a few of the finer points, and they expect that uh, lease agreement consideration to be before the board before the um, the Acadian Regional Airport Board of Commissioners at their Tuesday meeting. And so we look forward to uh, the results of that meeting on Tuesday. Uh, as well. He also mentioned that the RFQs, the request for qualifications for designers to design the new uh, uh, AVEX or Aviation Exteriors hangar, the design of that are moving forward. So it's going to be an additional hangar, not just a remodeling of the old. I think it, it may be a bit of both, but, okay. but but we're anticipating some significant expansion of hangar space. Uh, and, of course, you know, there's a lot of specialized design that goes into that. There are also a lot of procurement rules that you have to follow, and so they're following those to the T. And so uh, Mr. Sanji mentioned that the request for qualifications for those uh, firms that could potentially design those hangars uh, are being received now. We look forward to that uh, as well. And then uh, Mo mentioned that he just recently returned from Washington, D.C. and told us a little bit about the, the discussions that he and others are having uh, with the congressional delegation there in D.C. about investing in our airport, what we need here, uh, how the FAA and other federal bodies can help invest in our airport to continue to grow and move forward and do all the things that we need to happen. And the way you do that is get on a, get on a plane and go up there and, and visit face-to-face with uh, c- congressional staffers, um, federal agencies. And so my hat's off to Mo for taking, taking time out to do that. It can be it could be a bit hectic to get up there and get in to see the right folks. And so it sounds to me like you certainly did. And so uh, hats off to, uh, to Mo Sanji for uh, all his efforts in making that happen. Been there, and I know that it's difficult. Oh, yeah. So we're all working together on making that happen. But I appreciate Mo's efforts at getting up there and doing that as well. Mickey Bellot uh, is uh, owner of Local Bed and Breakfast here, and he's a private business member uh, on our board as well. And he mentioned that there will be a classic car show coming up, I want to say Saturday. It, it's plan but they're a little concerned about the rain in right. fact it was tied to a boat event too with all the new marina space well, a boat event makes more sense if we have well if it's raining but uh, <laughs> uh the mayor yesterday was a little concerned yeah uh, yeah no about I the rain and so um 
come downtown just to see. Yeah, come come check it out. You know, these are, the classic car shows are great, man. These folks take a lot of pride in what they do, and uh, it'll be a great event. Hopefully the weather will cooperate, and we can have a, a great event there as well. And, of course, we talked a bit about some of the Veterans Day uh, festivities that will be going on. I'm assuming those are still on as well. Good. That's under the pavilion, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So come on out and help us. Help us as a community honor our veterans, honor their sacrifice. Help us honor their families too. You know, uh, veterans, of course, do great things for our community, but the the families that support them are very important too. And so it's just a great opportunity to come out and say thanks. Um, and also, he mentioned that you know, uh, while we well, well, there's a lot of focus on on our wonderful hotels, motels, and campgrounds as well. Uh, he and many others have have invested a lot in um, their own bed and breakfasts around the community, uh, short term rentals, things like that. There are a lot of great opportunities uh, to to stay here uh, on a short term basis, whether it's for overnight or for a few days. I know the holidays are coming up, and so uh, if you have families that are coming in to visit over the next uh, you know Thanksgiving holidays, Christmas holidays new year convince you know you know urge them to stay here locally uh spend a few days and uh we'd really appreciate it and i know our hard work at hotels motels campgrounds and bed and breakfast would as well uh i'll move over to our economic indicators they kind of handed it off to me and we kind of walked through it a little bit um before we do our indicators though we always i mentioned at the top of the show uh that we're a member investor a business investor driven organization we've got a lot of business members who contribute to the cause and who participate in what we're trying to do and crafting our plan and guiding our activities for the year Uh, we've got so many that it's impossible to recognize them all at one time so we have a a monthly business member spotlight where we get an opportunity to really single out a business for the month and say thanks for what they do for our community and this month's business member spotlight is iberry rental service right there on center street a long time business here in our community Uh, if you need just about anything They've got it, and it's for rent. So go check it out. You need that special piece of equipment. You need that special tool. Uh, they've got it. Give them a call. I know they'll be happy to help you out. So thanks to Iberia Rental Service for what they do for our community and, of course, for their contributions to the IDF. We also have a lot of commercial sites, uh, property sites around the community uh, that are just perfect for business relocation or business expansion. Um, and we want to make sure that we single one of those out as well. So this month's IDF Business Property Spotlight of the Month is located at 301 South Kareen Street. It's uh, right for those locals that are here. It's located right across the railroad tracks from Wallet's Hardware. Uh, it's a 28,000, right under 29,000 square foot warehouse. It's for sale. Uh, I think I want to say uh, Bar- uh, Bart Broussard with the Gleason group here locally is listing it. There's truck bays and it's, it's, it's high ceilings, you know, perfect for gantry cranes. I know there's an office space in there as well. So if you're looking for a wonderful uh, industrial or commercial property right here in the heart of New Iberia, right along the railroad tracks, which is another amenity, uh, this is a great opportunity. So uh, give Bart a call and check out 301 South Kareen Street here in New Iberia. It'll be a great opportunity to expand that business. Okay. Um, getting into the economic indicators a bit, Iberia Parish uh, monthly unemployment rate is uh, for September, which is the latest confirmed numbers, is 3.9%, still remains incredibly low. It's a little bit up from August, which was 3.8%, but significantly down from September of last year uh, when it was at 4.3%. So if you look at the graph, it's pretty steady across the board, ups and downs a little bit throughout the year, but we still, re- we still you know, continue to remain strong on the unemployment rate front. Of course, you know, you want that number to be as low as possible. Uh, we, we, 
we, you know, suspect that there are folks out there who've been out of the labor force, who haven't participated in the labor force in some time now. Now's the time to do it. And if you have, if you're currently in the labor force and you want to upgrade your skills uh, during this particular time, I know that's an important thing to do. Uh, the local SLCC New Iberia campus here in New Iberia has some wonderful opportunities, many of them at no cost, to upgrade your skills, get a new skill, and uh, maybe upgrade that career as you, as you go through this as well. Uh, the Louisiana monthly drilling permits uh, down at about 33 statewide. That's down from July and down from July the year before. Um, I think that follows oil and gas, and you'll you'll see in a few minutes uh, when I get to the oil prices how that follows. Uh, but you know, Louisiana um, on land and in shallow water monthly drilling permits are that's usually also a leading indicator, and that's a little bit low right now. Uh, our Louisiana monthly rig count exceptionally low, so it just kind of follows. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see now that we've got a new administration and how, and how those policies come out and how those things work, whether those numbers will change. But currently, uh, Louisiana's monthly rig count is less than 50. And so that's lower than July and, of course, lower than August last year. Louisiana's monthly crude oil prices per barrel, we typically follow the West Texas Intermediate number, which is most uh, relatable to Louisiana sweet crude, which is what we produce here in Louisiana. Um, the latest confirmed number I have in here is September of 2023 when it was $91.60 a barrel. But I think when I, we checked oh, it yesterday, it was in the 70s. It's yeah. 70s in the 70s? Yeah, it's uh, up a little bit today, not quite 2%, but 77.06. 77.06. So it had dropped since September yeah, yeah, to 77.06. I, I, I suspect that it has to do with global issues and things of that nature. It always nature. does. Yeah. You know, at, at first, it kind of rose after the Hamas attacks. Right. Because there's a lot of uncertainty, but that uh, has eased, I guess. Right. So if you look at, you said 72? 77. $77 a barrel. If you look at the overall year, of course, that's lower than September and lower than September of last year. Last time it was around 77 was in July. So, you know, it is lower than we'd like to see, but it is still, you know, pretty typical for this particular time of year. And if you look at the graph, it it just really, it's kind of ebbs and flows throughout mm. the year. And so, so down currently in, uh, you know, uh, when we get over to the natural to natural gas prices, that's even more volatile. Um, you know, if you look at September of this time last year, it was at seventy seven. I'm sorry, it was at seven dollars and forty four cents a unit. Uh, September of this year, two dollars and fifty five cents per unit. Do you have those numbers there as yeah, well for natural gas? And just a little bit, three point zero three two per unit. Yeah, so it's so it's 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 starting to come back up. And if you look at, I'm showing uh, oh, yeah. Jeff the graph as we go through, so you can kind of see that you know in the winter time it's high, everybody speculates, and then it it drops down low during a during a what we had a very warm summer drops down. Then it starts to inch back up as we get a little closer to yeah. the winter. If you, uh, you know, are a wonderful area meteorologists are protecting and are, are projecting or forecasting an El Nino-style winter, which would be colder and wetter, it's my understanding. And so people speculate. And so I expect those natural gas numbers to continue to improve through, you know, improve meaning getting higher throughout the winter, and we'll see how things shake out with the weather. Gotcha there. Uh, then we get to, you know, something that I – over the last couple of years, I've really enjoyed 
uh, reporting to you is the monthly retail sales I, totals. I couldn't read what that graphic was, but I had a feeling uh, <laughs> I knew what that it's was. It's just, look, let me tell you, it's just a, we just, I just really smile when I hear, uh, when I see the results, when we, you know, continue to ask people to continue to shop local and what that means. So in October of 2023, which is the last confirmed numbers we have, it's right under $136 million for the year. Very strong. You may recall in September it was right under $150 million, which was right at the record. But this October is very much stronger than last October. We've got some new restaurants coming into town, so I think that that's going to continue to improve. And so Iberia Parish monthly retail sales continue to be strong. Um, when we got the sales tax uh, report, the sales tax collections report from Mr. Hulan, he mentioned that there was a slight increase in the sales tax this time uh, when compared to last year. But he reminded us that last year we were shattering records. And so it makes sense that even if we're up 1% or 2% in the latest, uh, in the latest figures, that, it's still, that that is still, ve- still sorry, very strong. Uh, and that's a, a direct result of these strong retail sales. And so keep at it, folks. Uh, shopping here locally uh, is beneficial in a whole host of ways. Uh, and it's certainly showing as we continue to shop here locally. Shop here first during the holidays. Shop small. Shop here first. Uh, however uh, mm-hmm. you do it, uh, and uh, it, it's going to benefit us all for sure. No, no doubt about it. Uh, Katie, last one is the Acadiana Regional Airport monthly operations numbers, uh, down a bit from September and from the Oct- October of the year before. Uh, but Mr. Sanji was in the audience and, member and, and mentioned that military traffic is up. And, man, I tell you, that fixed-base operator, which was previously uh, Pelican Aviation, is now Freeman Jet Center. They're re- redoing that entire structure out there, $5 million in investment. Um, this is going to be a great place and a big attractant for general aviation aircraft. Um, I've, I entertained some business pros- prospects here over the last couple of weeks who flew in from other states to come in and check out what was going on here in Iberia Paris. They landed at, at Acadian Regional. They were able to take advantage of the courtesy car that Freeman Jet Service uh, offers. So they were able to drive around the community and get an opportunity to see things. So good and so important to offer those amenities. And so my hat's off to Acadian Regional and my big hat off to uh, Freeman Jet Center for their investment in our community. And I'm looking forward to those new improvements uh, to improve uh, the uh, traffic numbers out at the airport. We're still uh, in the top two or three of busiest airports in Louisiana by operations, and so that's certainly a good thing for our community. There you go. Anything else? Uh, nope. Anything you can tease? Well, I, I think we've got some, you know, I can, what I can tease is that, you know, some of these project announcements that we've had uh, recently are getting us notice. I'm talking about as a community. Mm-hmm. Um, people know that Iberia Parish has made these announcements. And when you make these announcements, it creates a lot of opportunities for businesses to want to locate nearby it, for people who want to supply it to benefit from it. And so uh, I think over at least the next part of next year, you'll see us really focusing on how we can get local businesses to continue to benefit from those big announcements. I got to tell you, you know, uh, ever since the first solar announcement came about, I've seen stories in the New York Times about it, the Washington Post, obviously The Advocate, and that's a statewide paper now. Yeah, it's drawing attention. Yeah, and, and, and look, I want to also say as we you know get close to the end of the year, I know we'll have an opportunity to talk before the end of the year that there's a lot of optimism coming up. I know we haven't, you know, we've had a, we've, we've we're finished with our elections now. We'll see the results of I think 
we're done with the early voting on the last part. Well, we'll see how those things uh, shake out. But we've got a new governor-elect. I want to uh, take my hat off to, uh, to our uh, homegrown folks and say uh, congratulations to Governor-elect Jeff, Jeff Landry. Uh, looking forward to working with him and his administration. Um, I saw the announcement recently about Mr. Barra mm, and, news there. and uh, his appointment as the new commissioner of administration. Uh, uh, Taylor has been a big, uh, big ally of economic development here. Uh, and a great friend. And so congratulations to all. And we look forward to working with them all. And I know that uh, we're all looking forward to moving forward and growing Louisiana together. So congratulations to the Landry's, uh, old friends of mine, and uh, looking forward to working with them as we move forward. And also, um, I know we won't have an opportunity to to meet before Thanksgiving. So I just wanted to wish you, Jeff, and your listeners a happy Thanksgiving. We've got so much to be grateful for, so much to be thankful for. And Kane Radio and Jeff Boggs is part of that of what I'm thankful for. So thank you for what you do. Appreciate it, Mike. Always a pleasure, and we'll look forward to the next time. Yes, sir. Thank you.